Mum for others. I'm Father William and I'm a parish priest in London. And my own background is nationally a bit mixed. But the um, period I want to talk about takes me to Austria when I uh, spent my student years. And I'm a Jesuit uh, priest. And the priest who had most influence on me was a priest I never met. He, he died in 1945. When I began my studies, I was not a believer. I, I was a searcher. And I went through a period, um, really, of quite uh, strong anti-Catholic sentiment, anti-Christian, anti-religion. And by the time I was in university, I went to Leopold Franzen University in Innsbruck, which is in the Alps. By the time I was in university, my thoughts were beginning to become rather confused about God and about our place in the world and in the universe. And I, I did philosophy, that was, the, that was the subject. And we were very close to Munich, just over the border there in Bavaria. And I had friends in Bavaria, I used to stay with them. And I would spend time in Munich. And there's a great Jesuit church there, Neuhauserstrasse, it's called the St. Michael's Church. And uh, not far from there is a church called the Bürgersaal, which contains a crypt. Now sometime in my, in my second year of secular studies of philosophy, I was realizing that philosophy isn't going to give you the answer to anything, really. So I was curious also about history and about art and architecture, so I would visit churches. In this crypt, the crypt of this church, the Bürgersaal, there was a tomb. And in that tomb was a priest called Rupert Meyer. And on the tomb were fresh flowers. Every time I would visit, uh, there would always be fresh flowers. And there was a book that you could sign for his beatification. And I would see people come in and they would pray and they would leave flowers and they would sign the book and light candles. And all of this suddenly became more real to me as I thought of this man and what he meant to the people of that city. Munich had been devastated by World War II and the period I'm talking about is the end of the 1960s, the very end. So within living memory really, this devastation was a part of the history of a deeply Catholic people who had something very shameful in their past. Because the Hitler movement really took off in Munich and the memories were very fresh and signs of the destruction were still all around and around this tomb were stations of the cross and there were large statues and you would kneel in front of each group of statues and, and I saw people doing that but I had no in interest in doing it myself I wasn't a believer and all of this was an interesting phenomenon but it was outside of me and then, I don't know, one time I was visiting, possibly in my second year of philosophy. I had come from Innsbruck to stay with friends in the countryside in Bavaria, and I was in Munich. 
And then I sudden, something just happened. I don't know what. But I decided instead of looking and listening, I would actually try to pray. And what came together was this, the history of this people, the horror of it, but also the faith and the hope. The personality of this man, Rupert Meyer, who was like a parish priest to the whole of the city of Munich in the 1920s, and whose resistance to Nazism took him into prison and out of prison, and finally uh, he was in Sachsenhausen concentration camp near Berlin for a while, and when he was going to die there, they took him out of the prison so he wouldn't be a martyr, and they sent him to a Benedictine convent, a monastery. This man's personality, his history, his resistance to evil, the pastoral quality of a man uh, who could continue to function as a priest even when denied being able to speak publicly and who became a, a focal point for hope for the people of God in the midst of the hell which the Third Reich had become. This man also was a presence there in that room, that chapel, that crypt. And I lit a candle, I signed the book for his uh, beatification, and in that moment I realized I had crossed a threshold. I was actually doing something that you could only do if you believed that he was not gone, that he was more than a memory, that his, his presence was not just a, a local one in that room, but that he, he lived with God, and, and that somehow God is the God of the living, and that this priest was helping me to find God. That's what I thought for a moment. He became uh, an intercessor for me. And uh, later that, that trip, that visit to Munich, I met a Jesuit priest at the Jesuit church there at St. Michael's, and he became a great inspiration because he told me the story of Rupert Meyer of his courage, of his gentility, of his love for the poor, of the way he lived the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius. Um, the complete detachment from the world and its, its um, preoccupations so that he could be free within himself, his union with God daily, and, uh, and this uh, living uh, prophetic presence uh, um, in the midst of the horror so finally, after learning about the man and, and feeling somehow a growing affinity to him and indeed to all that he stood for, I made the Stations of the Cross uh, in that little crypt for the first time in my life and uh, everything was changed for me. So I went back to my studies in Innsbruck. I moved into the Jesuit residence there. Well, it was a kind of a student residence run by the Society of Jesus. I got to know Jesuits very well. I looked up to the mountains there above the Inn Valley and I no longer saw emptiness in the sky. And I looked into the faces of the people in the streets and I no longer saw strangers. And gradually I became again a child of God. And it was the inspiration of the priests who were following in the footsteps of St. Ignatius, the founder of the order, and I became attracted by that, and this freedom that they had, this intelligence, but also this great generosity of heart, and I think 
in the light of the history of Austria and of Germany, the courage to say no to evil, even when it takes a form that is popular. So that was my inspiration. And it was, I suppose, my final year there, when I had finished with philosophy, that I asked to join the Society of Jesus. And I did that in Britain. And I've been based here in Britain ever since. So I thank the Blessed Rupert Meyer for helping me to become a priest.